suited up this morning? Do you have your sword with you this morning? Amen, amen. Man, that's powerful, isn't it? If that doesn't get you going, I don't know if anything I'm going to say is going to get you going this morning. I'm saying that is, that is, whew, I'm ready, I'm ready. So hopefully you're ready this morning. Anything that the enemy will throw at us, we are ready. I'm not looking for a fight, but I'm not going to back down from one either. The sword of the spirit is something that we take for an offensive weapon. And that leads us to Ephesians chapter 6, 17 this morning. So if you want to turn there, that's where we're going to be at. We're going to get right into it. Ephesians chapter 6, 17, last week we were talking about the helmet of salvation. That brings us to the sword of the spirit. And I love at the beginning of that verse it says, take the helmet of salvation. And it means also to take the sword, to take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I'm going to go down to verse 18 as well. Praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Wow. Amen. Thank you, God, for your word this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It is clear. It is very clear that we have this spiritual conflict, this war that takes place. And it is very clear that we have been given the weapons, the armory. We have been given everything to be victorious in Christ Jesus and through Christ Jesus today. Amen. Amen. Can I talk to you about that sword just for a moment? That sword that's talking there uh, in scripture, it's a Greek word, makaira. And that it means a short sword. It is a, a 20 inch or less sword that they're talking about there. So a lot of times when we think about swords, we think about these long swords, you know, and they take one hand back and they do all this. You know, you ever, anybody ever watch, uh, what's that? Uh, yeah, fencing, Zorro. Uh, what's the one we always watch though? As you wish. Princess Bride, Princess Bride. Anybody ever watch Princess Bride in here? That's an old show. Uh, I tell you what, I'm not the left-handed. <laughs> he says that in there. You have to watch the movie to find out. But anyway, that, it's not that long sword when it's talking about fencing or, you know, sword fighting like that. This is a close, it's close combat, isn't it? When you think about the, the, the war with the enemy, it's a, it's a close combat type of a war. It's a, it's a war where he tries to get into your mind. It's a war when he's trying to affect, and it's almost, anyone in here ever felt like you just felt like the enemy was right at your throat? You ever felt that way? So when you have this close kind of combat that we're talking about here, um, this sword he's talking about, this, this sword was a sword that they looked at as, it was frightful. It was destroying because, not to get too graphic, I know we have young children in here, it's a, it's a razor-sharp, double-edged sword, right? And a lot of times those swords had a little turned upwards on the end of that sword, okay? And, and, and the whole objective whenever you use that sword was to create as much damage as possible, right? So can you imagine that double-edged sword with a little end on it that turns upward? going into someone's chest cavity or abdomen. Not to get grabbed. You understand what I'm saying. But I, the, the wording is important, right? Because if it would have used another 
word, another type of sword, we wouldn't really get the idea of what he's talking about here. Because he wants to let us know that this is a close combat of sorts. This is, this is, a, uh, this is a war that is very close. And sometimes I wish that it was a war that was used with artillery, right? Where you could just send long-range missiles to the enemy and things like that. But this is close. It brings it all back because it's personal, right? The, the, the war is personal today. So when you think about the sword of the Spirit, I'm not going to hold you very long this morning. I want to get this point across and show you about the Word of God here that it is so powerful, isn't it? When you think of the Word of God, you know there's like three different words for the, the term word in the Bible. And one of them is graphe, and that means just simply a writing. Logos, if you ever heard that one. And that one's a lot of times associated with, you know, this. It is the word, but whenever you see where it says Jesus was the word and the word was with God, that was logos. But when you get here into the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, that is rhema word. That is a rhema word. And a rhema word is a very specific, a very concise word. It is to the point. It's a now word. It's for a, for a purpose, right? Y'all with me this morning? Aren't you thankful that we have been given the word? To be a defensive weapon and an offensive weapon in our spiritual life. It's close combat. That's what it is. We must hold the sword. Can I say that one more time? Can I, can I say it with a little more oomph? We must hold the sword, right? <laughs> can, can you imagine if Paul was here and he was, he was you know, teaching us or he was... He was sharing this. I can imagine Paul was like, you've got to take the sword. You've got to have the sword with you. You have to have it. The sword is so important. The word of God is important. I mean, the Logos word of God is important. It is the word of God. But when we're talking about this, this rhema word of God, it is a word for right now. It means like if I got a situation going on, Right? <laughs> if I got a situation going on in my life and I just start pulling out words from the Bible that doesn't even make any sense to what's going on with my situation, it is a logos word, but it's not a rhema word. It's not a word for that specific thing. Some people are grasping words from the Bible and scriptures that have nothing to do with their situation. very precise word for the situation at hand. Any situations going on in the room today? Anybody got a situation going on in your life? Maybe you're free of situation right now. Praise be to God if you're free from any situation, right? But we know that it comes and it goes and there's situations that we are confronted with in life. And to be able to confront those, those things that try to weaken you as a Christian, to confront those with the word of God is where you're going to find victory. 
isn't it? We're going to find victory using the word of the Lord this morning. We have to take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The word rhema is revelation, knowledge from the Holy Spirit. It is a specific saying of God. It's immediate application to a situation. It's the spoken word of God. There's connection between swords and words throughout the Bible. Three of them in Revelation that we can go to. Revelation 1.16, it says, coming out of his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. Revelation 2.16, it says, I will come to you and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Revelation 19.15, coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword which to strike down the nations. We also know that 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 mouth can be used as a negative also, that it can tear people down. Isn't that true? Words are powerful this morning. Words are very powerful. Words are powerful whenever you speak something uh, that, to a person that it's divisive, it's powerful. Words are powerful whenever you speak over somebody, you know, a word of prophetic meaning, uh, just speaking prophecy or life into somebody, that's powerful. Those are powerful words. But when you speak the rhema word of God <laughs> into a situation, uh, you think about the power that's behind that. It's you speaking the word and the word coming back and speaking right back into your situation. That double-edged sword. Hebrews 4.12, you know this one, it says, for the word of God is alive and it's active. It sure is. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Wow. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 3-5, we were there at men's group talking about bringing down strongholds. If you want to bring down a stronghold, attack it with the sword of the spirit. If you have a stronghold in your life, you can take that rhema word and go right to that fortress that's in your life. And you start to wipe it down. You demolish it. You destroy it. Any imagination, any false teaching, you can come with it with that double-edged sword of the spirit. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? I love it. Take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. When we're in battle, when there's a specific need... Uh, there is a specific utterance from God for that specific need. Don't you love it that God is specific? Anybody mess up when you say specific and you say Pacific? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we got some honest people in the house. But, you know, he is a very specific God. He's not just throwing things out trying to, you know, oh, I hope this one lands and I hope that, oh, I hope that was right. He's very specific. So we have to be careful that we don't get, uh, you know, trapped in this um, lackadaisical approach or compromise uh, with the enemy. You know, that's true. Because you cannot compromise with the enemy of your soul. You cannot stay neutral with the enemy of your soul. Some people think they can stay neutral and just back away from the fight. But he says, take, take, take the sword. Take it up. Uh, you have enlisted the, the captain of hosts. That's who you have enlisted under this morning. And that's what he says to do. It's not against flesh and blood, is it? 
This is a spiritual battle that we're, in, we're engaged in. And just because you have a Bible sitting, this is going to be hard. Just because you have a Bible sitting on a coffee table somewhere or an end table. You hear what I'm about ready to say? Just because you got grandma or grandpa's or a, or a Bible that you got at graduation, and it's signed by the pastor, and it's highlighted verses in there, and there's even a, 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 an encouraging word in there. If that Bible is just sitting there and you're not activating it, you're not getting into it, you're not applying it, it's not taking root in your soul, in your very spirit. Uh, anybody know what I'm talking about? I've tried to come against the enemy before whenever I was super young and weak in the Lord and I didn't really understand and I didn't get into that word. And to a degree, yes, I have victory. Don't get me wrong, we do. But whenever the enemy tried to come and he really was bombarding me with all kinds of stuff, I did not know. I didn't know how to take that, that weapon, that, that, that frightful, that, that, that weapon that causes so much destruction to the enemy, I didn't know how to use it properly. I didn't know how to be specific with my words whenever I was talking and I was confronting to the enemy and we were having this war, this battle that was going on. I, I was grasping for straws. <laughs> you know, I, I can do all things in Christ Jesus, but I can't go run a marathon and win the Olympics. Can we be that serious? You understand what I'm saying? I can do all things in Christ Jesus, but it, there's a spiritual connotation to that. I can do all things. I can resist the devil and he can flee from me. I can, I can, I can have a sound mind. I can have joy. I, I can have peace. You know, all these things. I can do all those things in Christ Jesus. Just because the Bible sits on a coffee table or a bookshelf somewhere doesn't mean that you have that sword of the spirit that Paul is talking about here. Harry Ironside said this, the Bible is not the sword of the spirit. It is the armory. There are thousands of swords in the Bible and every one of them is powerful and two-edged. I thought that was, that's a good word right there. If you missed that one, I want you to hold on to that. I'm going to read it to you again. The Bible is not the sword of the Spirit. It is the armory. There are thousands of swords in the Bible, and every one of them is powerful and two-edged. Now, whose sword is it? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit's sword. And whenever you have the sword of the Holy Spirit in a believer's life and they know how to use that sword of the Spirit, you can go over to 2 Timothy and it talks about rightly dividing the word of truth. It, it, it talks about how you are to handle the word of truth. I've seen it used improperly and it destroys and cuts down even believers. You can, you, can, you can be hung up on a thing, <laughs> and you can have a bully pulpit, and you can 
improperly use the sword. And you can cut and you can keep people weak and down. That's not what we're about. You got the sword right here with you. It's yours for the taking. You take the sword. You rightly divide it. You use it to pierce the enemy and cut down any stronghold. You use it to uh, keep moving the line of the kingdom forward and forward and forward. Amen? Ah. These are individual statements and promises of truth of Scripture that we use to thrust into the enemy when he attacks. The promises of Scripture this morning. That rhema word. With it, you can destroy Satan's arguments and defend against temptation. Matthew chapter 4, that's, you see the rhema word in action whenever you have the temptations against Jesus. The lust of the flesh, the pride of life. And the lust of the eyes, you see it taking place right there in Matthew chapter 4. It pierces the hearts of men and women. It shows them the truth about their own sin and the need of Jesus Christ to be the Savior. That's the sword of the Spirit. It does that. That rhema word. It provides comfort and encouragement, instruction and correction. The sword can be like a scalpel in the hands of a very well-trained surgeon. Have you, ever, have you ever just been alone with the Lord in a time of even being into his logos? <laughs> and then the rhema begins to cut away all that deadness in your life. He begins to reveal things, and the rhema word begins to do intricate work within your life. So in the hands of a well-trained surgeon, in the hands of somebody who can rightly divide the word of truth. It can penetrate. It can do an amazing thing in your life. You as an individual, that's where he wants us to be, to where we as his sons and daughters, he can, in those moments, perform the surgery that needs to take place. I used to be scared of the operating table because of the unknown. But I've encountered and I know him to be a good God. And when I lay on that table before the Lord and he begins to perform surgery on me, I know when I'm up from that table that I'm going to be so much better for it. You know, I don't have to be fearful of the Lord and what he wants to do in my life. Because the sword of the spirit will do that. And not only for, you know, against Satan, but it will do that in your own life. Mm. The word does all these things. And more. As we follow the Spirit's lead, He is going to subdue your enemies under your feet. He's going to do it with the sword of the Spirit. Amen? So go ahead and ask Him. What 
go ahead and ask him, what are you saying right now? And we, when we leave this place this afternoon, go ahead and ask him. When you're laying down in bed tonight, go ahead and ask him. When you get up in the morning or you're on a job or you're in the car or you're at work or wherever, go ahead and ask the Holy Spirit, what is your rhema word for me right now? What is your right now word for this moment? If you're going into a situation and, and, and it's a situation to where you know that you're going to, it's just going to be ooky and gooky and all that and you don't know how to navigate it. Ask him. Ask the Holy Spirit. Give me a rhema word for this right now because I need to know how to handle this or navigate it. Don't you know that he will? He will. Mm. I like how God's words translation words this scripture. And I'm almost finished up. I, I do mean that. Ephesians 6, 6 17, it says, also take salvation as your helmet and God's word as the sword that the Spirit supplies. The sharp two-edged sword is the same one that he hands to you and he says, take it. Take it. Will you take the sword this morning? Are you taking the sword this morning? hope that you are. I pray that you are. Would you bow your heads with me this morning? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your logos. We thank you for your rainbow word. We thank you. We thank you that sword of the spirit that does belong to you, Holy Spirit. We're so thankful that we can we can dig into it, that it can become alive and active in our lives. And we can use this, uh, this weapon that you have so blessed us with, that we can rightly divide it, that we can use it when the enemy comes in. And we can use it for defense and we can use it to continue to move forward the lines of your kingdom. And we thank you, Lord God, that you have given us these, these things in your armory. Ah, oh, we're so blessed to be able to have that night, right now word. But Father, I just pray right now over your people, your sons and daughters, God. I, I pray, Lord Father, right now, God, that your word would be more alive today. Be more alive today than it ever has been before in their life. God, that your word would be something that we go quickly to. God, your word is something that we have a hunger for, that we thirst for, that your word is something that we hide in our hearts, Lord God. God, that we find ourselves studying your word like we never have before. God, that we dig in and we begin to dissect your word like we never have before. That we allow your word to perform surgery on us like we never have before. God, we ask that you would just divide the, the joint and the marrow, Lord God. God, that you would go deep into our lives and our, and our souls, Lord. God, that your word would seek out every dark area, Lord God, maybe that we have hidden. God, that that word would go in, Lord Father. God, it would perform an intricate surgery, Lord. God, if there's any hatred in us, Lord God, God, it may be removed. God, any jealousy, Lord God, any dissension. God, any hard feelings, any lustful thoughts, Lord God. 
God, any uh, feelings of being shortcoming and, and not worthy, Lord God, any feelings of, 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 of not a sound mind, God, that you would begin to do that, that work of the surgeon today. God, we thank you for your word. We're so thankful for your word. God, that we will be able to take that word into our communities. God, we take that word into our, our workplaces and to our friends and our family members. And God, we use that rhema word, Lord. God, we use it. God, we use it to speak into their life. Lord God, that they would be able to, to hold, Lord God. Maybe, God, I don't know if it's, if it's possible, God. God, I don't know if it's possible. But God, maybe through us, Lord God. God, there's something in us, Lord God, and by your spirit, God, that they would want to take up the word. God, because of the word being spoken through us, Lord. God, that there's something there that draws them. God, there's something there that draws them to want to know your word. God, like others, know your word. God, when we're hearing someone speak or we hear it on social media and they're delivering your word, Lord God. God, maybe something is raising up in them, rising up. God, that they want that, Lord Father. Ah, you give us the desires of our heart. Father, give us a desire. Oh, yes. And we thank you for it, Jesus. We thank you for it, Jesus. And God, I know that there are needs in here today. God, there are needs. There are needs here that are great. And Father, we know, know that you are, you are the great God. There's no one greater. No one greater. And Father, we trust in you. We leave it into your hands, Lord God. We come alongside them. Father, we lift them up. Ah, oh, we thank you for it, Jesus. In your precious name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. We love you today. We do. We love you. We want to... Uh